Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Beth and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Beth? Anthony? How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You just seem so angry. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm happy. All right. I mean, I'm super happy you're on the podcast. I look forward to you being on the podcast every week. You're my favorite. Oh, 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 thank you. I'm so glad to be somebody's favorite. Rob, you're actually my favorite. Oh. Yes, now the truth comes out. <laughs> I love these podcasts with you guys oh. every week. These are the, I these love are these my, podcasts these are, too. They're easy and they're fun and they're lighthearted and they get a ton of downloads and everybody likes That's them. That's all you, what do you want in the world? Yeah, Beth is, Beth is talking a lot of shit. And she feels that we were picking on her yeah. in the Galaxy Quest. Yeah. But again, I encourage everyone to go back and listen and to hear the positivity <laughs> coming out of everyone's positivity. Place. Beth's pumped <laughs> to be alive. Yeah, man. Beth, you're going to see Backstreet Boys this weekend? I sure am. Let's just I just want to talk about that real quick. It has nothing to do with pop culture news because God knows Backstreet Boys have not been relevant in pop culture in quite a long time. Oh. According to but, you. I was going to say, but they're very, very relevant to you. Yes. Where are you going? Going to the Staples Center. How do the Backstreet Boys still sell out? I'm assuming it's sold out. Uh, I haven't checked, but I would assume. Okay, you have tickets. tickets. They're playing Staples and Honda. Honda on Monday. Honda. Yeah, but Honda's smaller than Staples Center. Yeah. Okay. And you don't get free tickets because you were in the you were in the video. You know, I think I should, but I get zero perks aside from being recognized by some fangirls occasionally at the concert. Do you get stuff. recognized by I fangirls? Do. I do. You do. Yeah. That's amazing. Do they call you the crying girl, <laughs> yeah. or like what's your thing? Yeah, pretty much the crying. It's girl. the crying girl. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, they they love you. Everybody loves you, Beth. I know. I guess they do. I'm just back so streets popular. back. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is my week, man. I got the Backstreet Boys. Next week, I got BH90210 premiering. Like, Ooh. I'm on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about it. I feel like we should talk about that next week. Well, we will. Because, okay. yeah, that'll oh. be, we'll probably we'll be recording after the, the day after the premiere. So, Is it on the WB? No, it's on Fox. Or the CW or whatever it is? No, 90210 originally was on Fox. So okay. it's back on Fox. The reboot. Like next generation thing was on CW, but this is TNG? on Fox. Gotcha. <laughs> what uh, what day is it coming out? Wednesday, the seventh. Okay. Proper. You are you gonna? I'm watch absolutely it? gonna watch it. I mean, there's Beth, a Peach Pit could... pop up this weekend. I'm gonna roll through in Hollywood. Ooh. Like it's, it's 90210 slash Backstreet Boys weekend. Like literally my two favorite things in the world. Who but... was the owner of the Peach Pit? Nat, Nat Basuccio. Nap, Napa? Nat. 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 Nat excuse me. Excuse me. I'm huh? sorry. <laughs> huh? Why? <laughs> Beth, who are you hanging out with? Like, what, like, I'm usually the person you go to all this shit with, and now, like... You're not going even, to that shit with me. I don't even know you're going to these things. <laughs> now, Sounds I'm like he upset. Wants to go. Now, I'm I literally, literally, I literally just decided... I mean, I don't have... Uh, reservation jets uh, reservations for the peach pit and they're doing like walk-ins but i assume that line's going to be a million miles long so i'm probably just going to go by and take some pictures i saw a picture of it today and it's legit it's on melrose are the actors going to be there um at some point yes but that's I imagine private Steve information oh. <laughs> oh excuse me <laughs> Rob, it, it interferes with my plans so i won't be there when they are but oh rob i texted uh, beth a couple days ago and i'm like what's up man like are you good i haven't talked to you in a while 
Like that's, you know what? I, and the next day, my mom texts me the same thing. I'm like, dude, Anthony just texted me that last night. Like, I'm just like, I don't mean to pry and don't get mad, but like, are you okay? I'm like, Anthony literally asked me that last night. Like, I'm fine. She goes, see, grade. me and Anthony care, and don't make me call the manager. <laughs> that's what she said. Yep. Wow. That's Karen. her favorite joke him, anytime Karen. I talk about you. <laughs> you tell him, Karen. <laughs> uh, I, as long as you're good. Rob, I'm don't worry good. about when the actors are going to be there, man. Don't fucking worry right. about it. Yeah. I, I'll be good. It's nobody's business. Just, if you could text me when it's coming on, because I won't remember. I will. But I will totally watch. We got to do it. Apparently, we're going to have to. Am I going to have to watch it, too, just so we can talk about it on the pod? Yes. 100%. I feel like we should live cast it. Can we're, we that's cast definitely, it? we're not definitely doing that. But I'll watch. You get me for one episode. Okay. Ooh. Premiere episode. You're in. Premiere episode, and that is it. I mean, there's Both. only six. You can't commit to six? No. That's okay. a lot. No. All right. No, there's. There's a lot of stuff I'm behind on that I want to watch. There's mm. stuff coming out this month that I want to watch. And now, like, all the shit people said about having a kid, that's all true. <laughs> like, Surprise. I don't have time to do shit because, like, my, my wife is the best. Nicolette's the best. Yes. Uh, but, obviously, we can't leave with the baby right now or can't can't go to public spaces with the baby. So, like, I'm running a lot of fucking errands. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm constantly running errands, getting food. Going to Target, got to get this, got to do that, go return this Amazon thing. So, like, I got time to watch TV right now. And I bought a new video game. I got no time for that either. What's the video game? Uh, I've got the Spider-Man game. I haven't played it yet. For PlayStation? That's It's an exclusive, buddy. It's only on oh. PlayStation. My kids have kicked the shit out of that game. Good. So, it's as fun. you're struggling playing that game. It's fun. I was playing it a little bit. I'm enjoying it. Um, but again, it's like I, I start playing it. You know, I want to sit there and put a couple hours in and then sure. 30 minutes, you know, baby's crying. I got to go change a diaper. <laughs> She's a little terrorist, man. <laughs> she doesn't care about Spider-Man. No, she, she, this is, this is why I call her a terrorist. Doesn't care about anybody's plans, right? She has demands and they must be met. Yeah. And there is no negotiation. <laughs> My plans will be met. My demands will be met. Yep. If they are not, there are consequences. <laughs> what has been the worst consequence so far? What has been like the worst thing she's done to you? She period. screams. It's not a cry because there's no tears. She screams like to the point where it hurts my ears. Is she like got that the lips are shaking type of scream? She goes from normal color baby to bright red shaking in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then from that into two seconds into sleeping. <laughs> have you had to do like the army crawl out of the bedroom while she's in the crib no 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 nice. what's that uh, everything i've read is there's nothing like they don't they're not forming habits they're not doing it to to get you to hold them at this age they're too young to do that yeah so it's all she's not old enough for that no uh, it's i'm hungry i got shit all over my back Ooh. or um she's gassy she's super gassy like nicolette's got to change her diet um because oh. mm. baby's really gassy so she's on that gripe water 24-7. What's what? that? I don't know. It's like something to help with gas. <laughs> That's a real thing? I thought you made that up. No, man, gripe water. Look it up. You have two kids. <laughs> we didn't use gripe water. I don't know what gripe water is. It helps is. with gas. It's like an all-natural oh. thing that helps with gas. Oh, is that the drops? Yes. We're talking about that. Yes. Oh, okay. That's and what it's called? Gripe water. And we're all, we're, we're not doing the, the pacifier yet, although, ah. like, catch me on a random day. I'm like, get that pacifier. You're shoving that in her mouth. <laughs> well, I'm the not. Plug. Not aggressively. <laughs> I'm not doing that, but I'm like thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys. Tell you some, change your life. It was all right. Everybody was right, and I didn't listen. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. I thought it would be all great, and I got no nanny, time. Nanny, poo poo. I got no time to do anything. There's a lot of blowouts. 
lot of blowouts. Well, then I'm happy to get you for one episode of 90210. Unless it's really good, then who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you may be in. They might join you for the Shake Shack or I mean, wherever the fuck it's called. Peach Pit. <laughs> Peach Pit. I got to watch. I mean, again, we, we're going to talk about it, but like Mindhunter Season 2 is coming out. Uh, I got to watch Woo Assassins. I got to watch Dark Crystal. I got to watch. Uh, I haven't watched the second season of Fleabag yet. So. Oh, my God. That's shit to do. I got shit to do. <laughs> Hopefully my wife doesn't want to watch all those so I can watch them by myself. <laughs> yeah, you would hope that like your time off here would be the time for all that, but nope. No, man. This is, I, like, I, I kind of I, I, I ready kinda to go back to work. <laughs> uh, <sighs> She's yeah. the best. Anyways. The best. All right, so a lot of shit to talk about today. I don't know if we're going to get through it all. First time that Beth has ever told me that the agenda is good, so... Oh, she's super pumped about the agenda. I just yeah. think that's a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of good stuff to talk about. That's, yeah. doesn't mean I haven't thought all the other agendas are good. This is just a, the longest one I think we've had, and it's, like, a lot of new content, new, like, Well, let's see if we can get info. through it. Because <laughs> I have my doubts that we're going to be able to get through it, unless Rob is, like, I don't know, drunk. Rob, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, what the heck? If he's drunk, so, it'll take even longer. Yeah, uh, you would have found out by now. Um... <laughs> I'm just I'm on Newberg Cream Ale. I got Sam seventy six here as the backups, but I did meet a friend of mine for a couple of beers before all of this mm, pregame. So it was pretty cool. We we are planning on doing um, frisbee golf tomorrow. So super stoked about frisbee golf. Is this? It's the- not frisbee golf. It's like disc golf. You yeah, can't call things frisbee. Disc. Yeah. Yeah. So it's disc golf tomorrow. Is this the same friend that you want to do a secret super secret podcast with? No, no. Super Secret Podcast is with another guy who would be into this, but it's not that guy. All right. Do you want to announce that podcast right now? Is yeah, excuse Super us. Secret what podcast? is this? So I have a uh, a very good friend of mine. He is a... Um, I, I, he hates it when I refer to him, but he was my former roommate. I met him in college. He was my roommate in college. Um, not Jared. He didn't live in the closet. Did I ever tell you guys Jared lived in the you closet? You did, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So... <laughs> Greg is a, a very long-term friend of mine, and we were just hanging out this weekend, and we were talking about stuff, and Greg, when Greg is into something, he is, like, balls deep in it, for lack of a better expression. So as we were, like, hashing some stuff out, we're like, yeah, we should do our own. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do this super secret podcast um, called the Morning Geekdom East Coast. And, oh, uh, all right, you need to get trademarked, Anthony, or copywritten or something, because now Check. they're... Jumping on your name? <laughs> yeah. So Rob Trademark. asked if it was okay. <laughs> there it is. And I'm yeah, good. I tried. So ideally, I mean, long-term goal, this is going to sound ridiculous. I would like to have like the Morning Geekdom as like the place where all the podcasts are host, hosted and then uh, like the big umbrella. And then we keep the long-form movie uh, reviews that we do or discussions to the pop culture news. But then if Rob wants to go do his own podcast occasionally with some friends, that's whatever, as long as it fits into kind of what we're doing, it can be like Morning Geekdom Presents type thing. Well, that's cool. And then cool. Tyler, if Tyler yeah. wants to do one, and I've I talked to Tyler about maybe doing some writing because Morning Geekdom mm-hmm. website's going to be launching probably within a few months. Tyler can do some writing on there. You know, Beth, if you wanted to do something, like everybody can do their own thing as well, as long as we can all come back and collaborate on on this. So that's the long-term goal. I don't know if it's ever going to get to that, but that's kind of what I envision. Also, so that I'm not having to do a podcast every week, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Rob, do you guys have, like, topics or ideas or, like... A- so, we're flirting we're flirting with stuff right now. We're trying to, like, you know, because when you, when you talk about something, like, geeky with somebody, they're, like, all in. <laughs> so, we started talking about um, Star Trek. And, like, if you talk Star Trek with, like, a Star Trek guy, 
then they're like it's like talking bl- star wars with some. rob exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> but like rob has self-awareness kind of eh. that it's just like wow we got to dial it back a little bit so he's like very very into it so we're gonna we're, we're flirting with the idea of starting with a star trek movie something that like is not too obscure that people would actually see and uh, we'll see where it goes. So next couple of weeks, to be announced, TBA. TBA. Cool. But super excited. And there will be a license that Rob will have to pay mm-hmm. that will be going into my pocket <laughs> for using the name, but we're going to go from awesome. there. Will I ever be invited on as a guest? Always. <laughs> oh, wait. Open invitation. I don't know what I would want. talk about, but. Will I, be I just want to feel included. I don't want to be shelved. Aww. FOMO. Will <laughs> I be invited? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. When was the last time you watched a Star Trek movie? Go. Well, I mean, I've watched all the, the new ones, all the, the, the reboots. No, the movies. I've watched all you the watch reboots. You watch all the reboots? You watch all those series? Uh, yeah. Enterprise and Discovery. Oh, and Jesus Christ. Rob, shit? the movies? The reboots? Like oh, the Helms, Abrams? Helms, oh, that's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Focus, Rob. Focus. <laughs> the movie reboots. Uh, Enterprise? When was, what was the last... Like, all right, so Star Trek's <laughs> one through six. Did you see all those? No. Okay. And then, like, there was the TNG stuff. Nope. You didn't watch those. And then, so you're just watching the reboots. Stuff. Yep. I know all that right. there's one about whales, that they save whales. Yes. I'm out. Okay. And I know <laughs> that there's the one dude from uh, Treasure Island or Fantasy Island that had the fake chest that played Khan. And Ricardo Montalban, that was in a fake chest. That was a real chest. That was a fake chest. It was a real chest. It was fake. You, you had a, he had a prosthetic no, chest on Look it up. Google it, bro. I did Get Google it. He's got a real chest. Ricardo Montalban. I'll be I'm the out. tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm out. Anyways, yeah. Rob, Rob's doing it. it. He's super excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Super excited. Yeah, we hashed this out all over the weekend while we were having about 12 beers in Rhinebeck. <laughs> we were across the street from Paul Rudd owns a um, candy <laughs> store. I wish I was kidding. So he owns this candy store in Rhinebeck, and that's where we were. All right. It's fabulous. Beth is reading. She's not paying attention. <laughs> I nope. am paying Thanks, attention. Beth. He had like Beth, 12 I'm giving beers. you stuff here that I'm figuring you'd be excited about. I don't think Beth gives a fuck about uh, Paul Rudd, apparently. It's too bad. All right. So, <laughs> I like, Paul like Rudd. I said, bunch of stuff on the agenda. Let's get into it. <laughs> Anybody see The Lion King yet? Nope. Nope. Beth? I watched oh. the animated one last weekend. <laughs> Does you, that count? Okay. <laughs> you were jacked on seeing this. Like You were like, this is my shit. I I'm going to see it opening man. weekend. What happened, man? Uh, I, I, you know, no, I my, my good, very good friend, Jasmine, who I work with, who was like super pumped. And the one I told you, like cried during Aladdin and like, just like pumped it up. So like, you know, she likes everything just like I do. Uh, she went and saw it and she gave me her opinion. And like, if she wasn't impressed, I'm not, I'm good. She said, "Is not impressed meaning like boring or not impressed like I was expecting more." No, she, basically it was. She said, "It was kind of emotionless. Like you could tell that like Beyonce and Donald Glover like recorded it completely separate. The inflection in their voices, like all the characters, she said it just wasn't the same. And it just she's like it just felt very you know you disconnected. And obviously, mm. just like everyone has been saying, like Seth Rogen was like the best part." Um, like Timon and Pumbaa, all that. But yeah, she just said it was kind of just like it's something but, about the inflections of their voices during when during the dialogue. It just it was pretty disconnected. But that's, I mean, that's all of Aladdin. There's no I, I connection. Then no maybe connection the story in Aladdin is what like got her more. 
Yeah, but the know. story in Aladdin, I mean, there's no connection with the characters. So if that's the complaint. But maybe it's because it's actual physical beings together. I think it was more that it was, this was like, quote unquote, not animated, but not real people. Yeah. So I got it was you. more disconnected. I mean, I'm just saying the genie has a love interest in Aladdin. I think <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah, I've and heard. Is, the genie is telling the story of Aladdin to his children that he had with the love interest. Oh, is that so? I did not know that. It's like that. how I met your mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, your friend didn't like it. That's cool. Uh, the movie's made a billion dollars. Yeah. And that's what I wanted <laughs> so to So they're doing about. okay. <laughs> so in Lion King 2 is happening. In large, like the indus- movie industry is down this year. Box office is really down. There's like, is there a crisis? People, you know, the industry is, there's a lot of conversations about where we're at as an industry for, for film. With all that happening, Disney's had $4 billion movies this year. Jeez. Four one billion dollar movies because they're. I imagine they're the only draw. Like who? What, what other movies are people like lining up to go see? Oh, well, except for a Disney movie. Well, we're gonna find out next week because that's uh, or this week because that's when Hobbs and Shaw comes out and Fast and Furious <laughs> is a juggernaut. So that movie's gonna make a shit ton of money and The Rock is in it. Also mm-hmm. a draw. Um, I mean, I guess John Wick was a draw and that made a ton of money and was a was a critically acclaimed movie. You know, it got good reviews. That made a bunch of money. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is doing fairly well, from what I understand. It's doing well, but it still made half of what Lion King made last week in its right. second week. Right. Lion yeah. King was first, and Once Upon a Time was second, and it still only made half of what Lion King made in its second week. Right. So, yeah. Well, I don't... It's like what, because you got, who's going to a movie? I, again, I think we need to look at that. Like, who's who's spending the time to go to the movie theater? Um, it's summertime, so, like, parents are taking their kids to the movies to shut them hell up. So it's like Lion King makes a lot of sense that like any sort of like movie that you're going to bring kids to, I feel like that makes sense. They're going to yeah. make the most amount of money. So I was going to ask you that. So when you say kids, what, what what age are you referring to? I think kids fair enough would be anything from, and I wish I was lying, from three till, you know, about like 12-ish. I think parents are bringing those kids in. Okay. And anything from like 13 through like, and I don't even want to go like 16 or above. I would say 13 to 15, like you know, eighth grade, ninth grade kids are like going to the movies together. Uh, see, that's what that's, that's what I was little... going to ask you. Do you think like tweens or early teenage kids are going to the movies? There's a certain there's a certain movie that these kids want to go see because my kids are doing the same thing. So we'll like all these movies will go by, um, but something will come up and I'd be like, hey, can we go see that in the theater? And again, my kids have interesting tastes to kind of begin with, but. For the most part, they're not like, we need to see this right now as soon as humanly possible. It's like, yeah, hey, can we see this? Because um, I kind of want to see it yeah. like now. As opposed to like, hey, we could wait a couple of months. Like, like my understanding of kind of how it is now is, okay, so something like Marvel or something like Avengers is, is separate, right? Obviously, this is now the highest grossing movie of all time. It beat uh, Avatar because they did that stupid re-release, which was just a money grab to get people to watch it. So that... I understand. People are going to see Avengers. Everybody's going to see that. Movie doesn't make that much money without everybody going to see it. But something like Aladdin is like a is that appealing to like a 12 to 14-year-old? Like who is the draw in that? No, I don't think so. I think with that demographic you're dealing with the parents taking the kids because it's a quote-unquote kid movie okay. and then you're dealing with us 30 or 40-somethings that are going for nostalgia value. I think that's your target audience right now. And I'm with you, but like out of our whole group so just say out yeah. of what the six to eight people that are on the are on our podcast all the time, as far as I know, only Damien and I saw Aladdin, and that was just because I was like, "Hey, we need to review Aladdin." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I don't know, man. I I just I can't I can't figure out who's going to see these movies. I mean, there could be teens based on the fact that like people our age could be parents of those teens and maybe those teens were raised yeah. on the animated Aladdin so they want to go see it for that purpose. Yeah, but my again, I this is just what I observe like teens want instant gratification. They're looking at you watching YouTube, they're watching True. Netflix. They want to watch yeah. shit that's in their house right there that they can watch on their phone or whatever. Like I go to a shit ton of movies and rarely mm. do I see groups of teenagers. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that's why I'm just curious because again, Wait. they have they have four $1 billion movies, and I got to imagine Spider-Man's going to cross a billion dollars, too. So and I mean, I wonder five. if it's too, like, these Marvel Marvel movies, like, are a lot of people going back and seeing it twice? Or maybe they, they saw to. it, and then they didn't see the end scene, so now they have to go back. You know, are they? is it one person paying multiple times? It's helping. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's not going to be a huge gap, but I feel like, or jump, but I think that's probably part of it, too. I'm curious about that one, too, is like how many people are going to see movies multiple times in this day and age? Or like you go with like someone and then someone else wants to go, yeah. so you go with them, you know. But is that still happening? Because I feel like the, the turnover to digital is so quick. Like what's, not what's the point, but like, do you really need to see it a second time? Like even Avengers. Avengers is a great movie, but man, it's like exhausting. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah, like, I mean. Do you really want to go through that again? I've seen, I'll see movies multiple times if someone wants to go see a movie and there's nothing else we can see. But again, I have the movie pass, so it's not costing me really any money that I'm not already paying. I'm paying the $23 a month anyways, and I usually have extra movies. So if someone wants to see something for a second time, like I'll go. I get why Avengers made that much money, and I get to a point why Captain Marvel made that much money. Not for me. Like it wasn't for me. I don't think it's a good movie, but it's 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 got a certain demographic. You have the superhero demographic. Then you have a female-led you have a female superhero, so that's pulling a separate demographic. Like, I get that. But a billion dollars is a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> See these fucking movies. And for Disney to have four of them, is this just where we're going to be? Like, is this where we're at now? I know we've met, we've talked about it before on the pod, but is this... This is it now, right? They, they're they going to have all the strong IP. That's what they I got. don't see that's any other movies doing that aside from these movies. Yeah. Again, I think that the Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious, mm -hmm. will make a, a ton of money, and it might hit a billion dollars. But yeah, like, I could see that. You going to see Are that? that many people going to see that movie too? That's the other thing that kind of blows. But that's my mind. another like industry or whatever that's been around for years, like you've said, yeah. that has like a big following. It's a series that makes a ton of money, and yeah. The Rock is a legit movie star. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to go see that? <laughs> mm, I kind of want to see it in theater just to kind of like stick it to you, but I don't know if I actually will. <laughs> Why are you I'm sticking it to me? I don't well, no, just to know you hate you hate the series and. I mean, I don't hate the series. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, it's not Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I think, you know, I haven't seen all, I've, obviously I've seen all the Fast and the Furious, but I haven't yeah. seen them all in theater. And I feel like those for me, because I enjoy them is a much different thing seeing in theater, the theater. So I think I, and I'm sure Ringo would want to go. Like, I think I'd, I'd probably of go course. see this one in theater. Of course. Well, yeah. Ringo obviously I know he'd want to go. Yeah. <laughs> How's this movie have 72% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Well, it's not Fast and the Furious. Critics? It's, it's, yeah, critics. <laughs> it has no audience scores yet because they haven't shown it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Critics don't love Fast and the Furious? No, they do. He's saying that's a good score. 72%, Rob? Oh. <laughs> you said 72%, Are right? you? Are, what? You know we're doing a podcast right now, right? You're, yeah, you're like focus. <laughs> Look at me focused. 72% is, is considered fresh. Oh. 
Who knew? What? What? What the fuck? Seventy-two <laughs> percent is that's like a C. Is that? I don't feel like that's an impressive number. For like if you fast told me and like the Furious, I what do I know? Rob Roadhouse got a thirty-eight. <laughs> Did it really? Oh, that's just horrible. Thirty-eight. Yeah. By the way, listen to our Roadhouse podcast coming out Monday. Anyways, I'm yes, super <laughs> quick thirty-eight, plug. dude. So yeah, wow. seventy-two is mind-boggling. Based oh. on that trailer, I thought they were going to get a six. Well, it's kind of stupid in a, like a fun kind of way. So there is a fun component attached to it. You know a lot of critics that are into fun movies? <laughs> the Rock is literally critics. holding a helicopter in one I hand and a, and a, tr- a, a, a uh, chain from a truck in the other with his uh, muscles no. is keeping yeah, the fucking things together. So did He's Captain a big guy. America. All right, man. I can't guy. talk to you guys about this, apparently. <laughs> So Beth, you're gonna see it. I, I need I need you to go see it. and I need you to report back because yeah, I'm not I will. Ice. I'll go see it. Can and you, then you can go can see the rock in Jumanji too? Can you have Ringo like write a review and you can read it? Yeah, awesome. I'll do it. Done. Done. <laughs> so excited. This is gonna be a heavy next week. Gonna be a heavy Beth podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> might have to might have to find a fill in. <laughs> um, I know because you hate me. That's it. Oh I'm your God. least favorite member of the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not true. I know. I like all you guys. You guys all bring something different. I know you Aww. do. If I didn't like everybody on the pod, I wouldn't have you on the pod. That's nice. Very true. But, I mean, when let's be honest. When when Rob kicks off his own pod, ain't nobody's listening to this one. They're <laughs> <laughs> all going to Rob Leonard's pod. Buckle up. No, stop it. Stop. Stop. It. stop. <laughs> no. All right, so right. new stuff coming out this month, new shows, new and returning shows on Netflix. Uh, anybody watch Glow? Beth, you ever watch that? No, oh. I never have. Rob? Nope. No, I heard it was I've great, though. I've heard it's though, really good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I haven't watched it either. Uh, I know Nicolette has watched it, and everybody seems to think it's great. So that season three is coming out. I would say, hey, is anybody going to watch that, but it doesn't sound like it? Nope. <laughs> okay, perfect. Not in. Dark Crystal? Everybody knows I'm in. Rob? Yep. I'm going to, for, for the sake of like, I really want it to be good and I really want it to be something and I think it's something special. And, and with all of that attached to it, I'm going to support it. Um, I, and this sounds shitty and I don't have a good reason, but I don't have high hopes for it. Okay. Um, because I did, and I think I might've mentioned this. I watched it with my kids, the original Dark Crystal, not that long ago. And, you know, once you're kind of beyond the amazement of like the puppets and all that other stuff. I mean, it's a it's it's a great story, but it's not necessarily "quote unquote" great storytelling. Right. It, it doesn't really hold your attention for those two hours. Okay, so you're, it's so. not something you think your kids are going to watch. No, but I am I am absolutely going to support it and watch it and do the whole bit. You're going to watch the all ten episodes. I'm going to at least watch the first. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect, and Beth, supporting. Um, Beth, I'm, you're not I'm watching. Probably, it. I'm probably not going to watch it now. Right. No. Did you ever see the first one? No. No. Hey, are you, you like Beth, are you watching Natalie Emanuel's new show on, on Hulu? No, I haven't yet, but I want to. I've yeah, seen her, seeing new, her promoted all over Instagram. Yeah, her new little uh, romantic comedy. I might check weddings it out. and a funeral or something. Yeah, so, I might yeah. check it out because I like her. Yeah. Uh, anybody watch Mindhunter season one? Nope. God no, but it, I just Rob. saw the preview for season two. Like when you sent out the list, I looked up all these shows and was like, dang, now I want to watch season one. <laughs> How has nobody watched season one of that show? Oh, I never even heard of it. 
Rob. so disappointed. I'm looking up Natalie Amelia, but I'm getting Natalie. Natalie Emmanuel is Massandra from oh. Missandei, I mean. Missandei, yeah, from Game yeah. of Thrones. Jesus Christ. Okay. Rob, you never watched Mindhunter? That seems like something you would like. Nope. Ever heard of nope. Mindhunter? Nope. I've heard of Minecraft, <laughs> and um, I think that's about where we're at. Okay, Mindhunter is a, the story of, and obviously I, I don't, believe it's a true story based on a true story i'm not sure is when the fbi began uh profiling serial killers and the very start of that and finding value in that and two fbi agents going from prison to prison and interviewing famous serial killers right learned. you told me to watch this i that that part i remember i told you to watch it but yet you're like nope never heard of nope, it i don't remember again i my attention to, if you like oh things always sound familiar but totally i don't remember so yeah all right well season two comes out this month Check. <laughs> Beth, you're not watching it. No, I, I, wa- I mean, it, I, like I said, I watched the preview and it, or the trailer, and it's interesting. So that'd yeah, be I think something the fr- I can- that other show. What was the one that they were like, this guy totally killed this person, but like the documentary was like, well, maybe he didn't kill this person and he went to jail, not for a good reason. Making, making, a, making a murder? Making a murder. Oh, yeah, but yeah that's, that's, that's my shit. Based, yeah. yeah, that's based on a true story, though. Yeah, yeah that's documentary. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty uh, dark. Quote unquote <laughs> documentary. Yeah. Correct. It's hard it's hard when they have a documentary and then they have a second season. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well he got a new lawyer and there's a new fight. Okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then Woo Assassins. I know no one's watching that but me. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna How support the... your girls. Oh. There you go. The Rob... girls that are dear to your heart have become dear to my heart because you know, I'm all around them. <laughs> there you go. Rob's the new <laughs> Catherine Winnick show. Thank you. And Summer Glau. And Summer. Well, Summer Glau is in it. I don't know that she's a star. Yeah, what of it. to what extent, yeah. So Catherine Winnick was in a Hellraiser movie. Did you know that one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I found that one over uh, I, I logged into like not logged into, I like fell into this black hole of like Hellraiser stuff. Uh-huh. And part of the research and kind of getting through stuff for some reason her name kind of popped up. I was like, oh look at that. Her, look at her. I mean her her uh, IMDB is is much like, you know, a lot of actors and actresses when they're first starting out, a lot of like sure. CSI, like girl in coffee shop, guy, you know, yeah. in department store. Like a lot of that shit. And then And you it's know, a big th- franchise, so like good for her. That's like, you know, Hellraiser is Hellraiser. Hellraiser now is not what it was thirty years ago, yeah. but like that's who, a great franchise. Who's saying Hellraiser is a great franchise? <laughs> I'm saying hell, Hellraiser. They never quite figured out what to do with it. It was like it was too much for people to kind of deal with in mainstream, but they never quite got like the cult piece of it. I don't know. It was I, I really it's great storytelling. Um, I think the characters are fantastic. It just never found its its place, which is too bad. Rob, you know it's a you know it is a great horror franchise. What, what? Halloween? Uh, nice segue, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So Blumhouse just announced they're making two sequels. Rob, did you ever see the most recent Halloween movie? Yeah, I saw it with the boy. <laughs> I saw it with the boy. <laughs> with oh the yeah, boy. he said that's like his favorite horror movie. That's right his now. favorite horror movie right now. Did you like it? No, but it's like uh, okay. Hold on, hold on. I, it, it takes hold a lot on. for a horror movie to me. So you just you just brush that off like no, no, no. You didn't <laughs> like it at all. So there's just like no, no, I didn't like it. Yeah, it was it that it was not for me. Same thing with like it was really like I like I watched it. It was a movie, but it was not. It wasn't you know. So where are you at with way. horror as a genre then? Um, in a very complicated place because I don't know if I like horror as much as I like 
like cheesy makeup effects of like the 80s and 90s. So and you like, just lamented Hellraiser for that reason. Fair enough. And that's why I'll lament Nightmare on Elm Street for the same reasons. Well, it's like there's certain things that I remember when I was a kid that doesn't necessarily hold up for me now. But the Nightmare on Elm Street first movie is a good, like genuinely good movie. So is the first two Hellraiser movies. Okay. Again, different audience. Yeah, definitely. All right. Beth, you're not, you didn't see the hell, you didn't see Halloween. You're mm-hmm. not into horror movies. No. And you're not interested in this. No, <laughs> probably not. I mean, you know, if I find myself, you know, watching them one day, maybe. Huh. Well, it's, but. it's, it's a good time for Halloween because I feel like it got a lot of traction. Made a ton of money. I think it has made a ton of money. It's a good time to do it. Whatever this was, it was more than the Rob Zombie stuff and it's the right time for it and you know, it's the more successful of the reboots if we're looking at like horror franchises. So, made a ton of money. Was was critically for the most part acclaimed. Uh, I thought it was decent. It's not great. It definitely doesn't you know hold a candle to the 1978 version. Uh, but it's not bad. Uh, I watched yeah. it again recently. It wasn't. It was worse for me on a second rewatch than it was originally. Uh, it had a lot more holes than I than I remembered. But yeah, I'm interested. Well, I think I'm most interested. horror movies are like that. Yeah, but this isn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't find Halloween like a standard horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's more to it. Uh, a horror movie now is like the shitty Saw reboots they're doing a hundred times. Yeah, that genre. Halloween, although being obviously it is horror and it is you know violent, is more of like a thriller to me. Yeah, which sounds hokey because it's it's a it's a horror movie. But you, you see what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. So like, it's again, it's a, it's a different world for that stuff. It's a lot of jump scare. It's a lot less psychological. It's a lot less like super. Yeah. Like it's sure they're gory, but it's a it's a different type of gore. It's, sure. It's you know, it just it doesn't work quite as well. What are you saying, Beth? What do I know? Like so, are like the scream movies horror or like thriller? Uh, they are a little bit of both to me. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, you always say, like, I don't like horror movies, but obviously, you know, I like Scream, so I didn't know, like, what that was classified no, I mean, at. In the, in the, if you're going to, you know, back when they had blockbusters, if you went to, like, a, a genre, it would, Scream would be in the horror mm-hmm. section. Yeah. But okay. I think there's, it's, there's more going on than just a straight horror movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just curious. But, uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Even though Rob hates Scream. Yes, he does. Hate, that's what, all right. Whatever. We have put words in my mouth. How dare you? <laughs> we have. Uh, you said you didn't like it. Did I? But you just said I hated it. Hate uh, is a strong word. All right. Not love. Stop. I hate Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh Jesus! Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Zombie land. He too. popped up on Jimmy Fallon the other day, oh, and I was go. like, "Fuck you." No, that's not absolutely true. So my kids are watching Jimmy Fallon, and I guess like part of the shtick is like. They had Margot Robbie go by, and they had Brad Pitt go by, and like the big one was Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's like, it's the kid from Growing Pains. Like, why are you guys going bananas? And yet, every time I say that he's still one of the last movie stars, and then somebody sends a, an article from Entertainment Weekly or whatever source it is st- saying the same thing, everybody's yeah. just like, blows, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. But I've been saying yeah, that. It was the How Hollywood Brad Reporter, Pitt? Does, Brad Pitt doesn't get that last Hollywood piece to it. When's the last time Brad Pitt was in a movie that he carried himself? Carried? Oh, we talked about this. He's not so much a movie carrier as much as he is a supporting. Sure. But still, I think Brad Pitt does bring a certain... Not to get back into this. <laughs> but like he does... Like There is a certain amount of like, oh, it's a Brad Pitt movie. Let's go see a Brad Pitt movie. Sure. Or Brad Pitt is in the movie. Let's go see it. I don't know who says that. 
Uh, I am a no. big Brad Pitt fan. I'm a, I'm a DiCaprio fan. I don't know. I think if you're going to say anybody, I think Gosling's closer to that than Brad Pitt is. Because Brad Pitt's not in a Brad Pitt movie. Brad Pitt is in the ensemble movies all the time now. Sure. What is a Brad Pitt movie? What does that you look tell like? me? What's a Brad Pitt movie? I don't know. River runs through it. That's Legends I mean, of the Fall. We're talking twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> you still bring up the argument where Harrison Ford's an actor or a movie star? I yeah, twenty five years Harrison ago, Ford. he was, a, he was a movie star. Harrison Ford can make a movie this summer, and like it will come out. Then it will be like, oh my god, it's Harrison Ford movie. We got to go see it. Who says that? People in their 40s and 50s. <laughs> I, I promise you nobody in their 40s is saying Harrison Ford movie, let's go see that. Uh, oh, my God. People will go see the Indiana Jones movie because it's Indiana sure. Jones. And everybody yeah. is saying, how the fuck is he going to be in that movie at 80, whatever, 83? Everybody is saying that. But what you're saying is if, like, Regarding Henry came out, like, this summer? Regarding Henry wouldn't come out anymore. Regarding Henry mm-hmm. would come out on Netflix now. Sure. Regarding sure. Henry would not get a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there ever going to be a next big thing that happens and then that gets reboots? Because now it's either just reboots or like big. It's crazy. Little movies don't make money. They're not yeah. going to keep coming out. This is a where shame. we're going to be. This is where yeah. we're going. And again, a perfect example is Booksmart. Booksmart had great reviews, great hype, had done all the film festivals, made no money. Mm-hmm. Too bad. So that's why people are moving straight to Netflix, even the bigger directors like Martin Scorsese. So yeah, Booksmart's something I could have seen just going straight to Netflix because that's sure that's what the world is now. But that's what I'm saying. So if you have straight to Netflix movies like The Irishman, which we're going to talk about, Martin Scorsese's new movie, like if do you think of Robert De Niro as a movie star because he's on Netflix, or do you think wow? He has a movie coming out on Netflix. That's what I think. That's where I'm going. Exactly. Yeah. Not that that's yeah. a bad thing because even when Ben yeah. Affleck had that movie, I'm like, wow, Ben Affleck did a Netflix movie. Like right. Jennifer Aniston, you know, that's but that's the well, thing now. I mean, yeah, but then we're talking about Jennifer Aniston. She's in a slightly different class than yeah. Robert De Niro. Yeah. But well, even Scorsese, the fact that this a very accomplished director is putting something on Netflix, I mean, that's a sign of the times. I agree, but Netflix, a uh, Netflix movie just won. Best director and was the front runner to win the best picture and then mm-hmm. didn't. But I mean, that's where we are now, right? But it still. I mean, has as that long stigma. as they're getting qualified for those awards, they're still hopefully at least getting the recognition without yeah. being big blockbuster releases. But you got to think about it too. So somebody like Scorsese, right? People are going to go see his movie, but I don't know if he's still the same pull as he used to be. Because of where no, just not for where the younger crowds. I think it's just where we've evolved as moviegoers. So he goes to Netflix. He doesn't have to worry about box office. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that's something that's weird because I think on the trailer that I watched is that it is also being released in theaters. It's being released on Netflix, but also there's a certain amount of theaters. I that saw that too, well. limited. But, but that's yeah. what they did with trip- with uh, Triple Frontier, yeah. the Ben Affleck movie. It came out the go. week before on Netflix or on uh, in the theater. Very limited mm-hmm. release. And then goes to Netflix. How does that work on Netflix? Like how we always talk about, okay, it cost, you know, 500000 to make it and they made a million. So they made all their money back. How are they making their money back on Netflix with the budget? Of they how, don't what release it took that information. Oh, okay. Netflix will very rarely releases like what a movie costs to make, uh, mm. how many views it's gotten. I don't think they can qualify or quantify how... If people are subscribing because of that reason, I have no idea. Yeah, I imagine there is a formula out there that is all right. If you're paying ten bucks a month and you're watching X amount of things per month, 
and you spent, you know, two hours working on this. Of that $9, you spent, you know, 75 cents of that $9 watching this movie. Yeah. And I imagine that's some form of the equation. So, like, people are spending their time watching it. So it's more of, like, what is the time spent to watching these big budget movies or these big release movies? Yeah, I, I, I'm just guessing. Yeah, you're probably right. It has, they, they have to have something that either they are, it's the long-term goal, you know, it's the long play on, on having these, and they're not worried about essentially losing money mm-hmm. right now. Right. Or they are somehow able to quantify it into into money. I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, rele- you don't need anybody to release it. You're releasing it yourself. And yeah, and you're is. making it for considerably less because, essentially, you're making it and distributing it. Yeah. And you're not paying advertising costs, per Zero. se. You're not paying for the reels. You're not paying for advertising specific theaters. You're yeah, just you're not paying to put curious. it in theaters. Yeah. Crazy. Rob, are you going to watch this? Are you excited about this? I am very excited about that. This is, you know, and I don't get too, too excited about this type of movies, but this is the stuff that I was talking about is like, I don't necessarily have the time slash desire to go to the movie theater. So I'm kind of looking forward to like a big movie that I want to see that I'm able just to pop down here in the basement and just watch one night. And Beth, you're going to watch it. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is, are you guys going to watch it? Because obviously who's in it? I get Mm -hmm. that. But then are you watching it because of the accessibility of it just being on Netflix? 100%. Yeah. I would say both too, but I think more like you said, like, eh, I wouldn't go out to the theater to see it. And I may not even like go to Redbox to get it. But sitting at home, turning on Netflix quick and easy, I have a Saturday where I'm doing nothing. Yeah, I'm going to pop it on. And Rob, I got to imagine it's similar for you, right? It's 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 a lot of things, and you know it's it's Pacino, it's De Niro, it's Joe Pesci, it's Martin Scorsese. It like it's it's hitting all the notes of like what is essentially going to be a great movie. Um, and I it's not like I went out to see a lot of these because De Niro and Pacino have done a couple of movies since Heat right. that have been wide released, and I can't even tell you that I've like watched that you know on rental. Yeah. But this is something that it's like this is I I hope that this is a success and they continue to do stuff like this. And I don't mean anything bad against the theaters, but I think this is a long time coming, is I, I don't enjoy the theater experience anymore. I, I find it a hard thing to do. I would rather just be home. And that sounds shitty, but like, am I, I'm super comfortable at home. I could have the same kind of like visual experience at this point, like as the screens are getting bigger. Right. It's like, uh, what am I going to the theater for? To be like, be pissed off at the old lady who's chewing the back of my head or like, you know, whatever I'm stepping in in the theater. Yeah. Like, I'm good. So, like, I can invite my mom over. I, <laughs> I get that. I get that. Sorry, so, mom. you said something interesting, though, because you said, oh, it's because of who's in it, who directed it as much yeah. as the accessibility of it. Sure. Who in this movie still a draw for you? I get, it's I'm a different demographic. You're a different demographic. But I'm, so I'm asking De Niro, you Pacino, and Pesci. For me, those it's the three of those guys plus um, Scorsese. So, so it's like you want to say it's the Goodfellas mixture, but it's not because it's Pacino not. wasn't in Goodfellas. This isn't going to be Goodfellas. And you said yeah. you don't like Goodfellas. I said I I like Goodfellas fine, but it's not like my top top. I'm like I'm more of a Godfather kind of guy. So Pacino still makes you want to see a movie. Because I couldn't give a I, shit if Pacino's in it. <laughs> it's the the movies that I see, like the the movies that I choose to see is a better way to put it. With Pacino in it, it's still a level of like, oh fuck, it's Al Pacino. Like it's there is a certain degree there. There are plenty of Al Pacino movies that are not my favorite, and that's yeah, there's fine. a ton. But with this one, I'm kind of again, it's that it's that mix of those personalities. But he's not getting you to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Pacino, no, he's not the draw for that. It, it again, it's Brad Pitt or it's uh, Tarantino that I'm going to see that okay. movie for. All right, yeah, because for me, it, it would be in this order for that movie would be the draw would be Scorsese, Joe Pesci because I'm just interested because I haven't seen him so long. Yep. De Niro, I guess, and Pacino because De Niro and Pacino have not made anything that I've wanted to see in a long time. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Like a long, And Harvey Keitel's going to pop up in this thing, too, if I looked at the credits correctly. What's that? Harvey Keitel's going to pop up in this one, too. Yeah, I, I, he's not a draw for me either, though. I think Scorsese's a draw out of all that yeah. because it's because of who he is. He doesn't make movies that often. I don't know. There, there's a certain degree of, um, if you remember, and again, not to kind of play, like, not lamenting back into the 90s or the 80s, but there was a certain degree of movies that came out in that time that may not have had a big release on theaters, but it was like certainly a big release on video. Yeah. The one that's popping into my head is Bad Lieutenant. And Bad Lieutenant is like, you got to be ready for that movie before right. you watch that damn thing. Speaking of Harvey Keitel. But like those type of movies you don't get anymore. And maybe this is a little bit closer to what that thing is going to be like. Still a great movie. Um, I wouldn't want to see in a theater, but like, shit, I'll watch it in my living room all day. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I get you. I. Yeah. I'm just again trying to figure out, you know, what's making someone want to go see this, and if it's because of who's in it, if it's because of the availability, the the ease of watching it, and I think it's more of that. Yep. It's the only thing that's going to be left to go to the theaters are going to be the big budget movies, the big superhero movies, the big Harry Potter movies, the big Star Wars movies, or whatever it is. Um, other than that, to, to watch a good story, I don't need to go to a theater. Yeah. Beth, what about you? Is there any, any, is any of these people a draw for you or is it more just the, the culmination of them being in the movie and then being able to see it at your house? Um, I think it's a combination and I mean, you know, I have a soft spot for Robert De Niro. I like him a lot. Um, and as of late, like you were saying, there's, you know, not much you've seen him in, but like. I feel like lately, he, or in the past few years, he's been in, like, my kind of movies. Like, he was in that one with Anne Hathaway, like, the intern. And then he uh. was in that, like, Everybody's Doing Great or something with Drew Barrymore. Like, stuff that I like. And I've told you, he reminds me a lot of my grandpa, especially in movies sure. like that. So, like, that's why I love him. And that would, you know, he's a draw for me aside. Yeah. I wouldn't go to the theater. But aside from it being just easily available. Those movies bum me out so much because <laughs> Robert fucking De Niro... <laughs> should not be in a movie with Zac Efron where he plays a drunk grandpa. Oh, yeah, that oh. one too, I forgot. Like, yeah. he just shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> what was that, Bad Grandpa? What the hell was the name bad of Bad Grandpa. Yeah. It was Bad Grandpa. <sighs> all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it. So I think we, we'll all <laughs> watch so. it and we'll all talk and, about it. And a certain town is highlighted in The Irishman. Just saying. <laughs> there was one scene, and I have no idea if it even makes the final cut, so, like, forgive me. So... There was a big kind of like this big like oh they're gonna come film a movie they're gonna film like no big deal so this is not the first movie to be filmed in Washingtonville no big deal so there was that movie Michael Clayton nobody cares from getting it out so shut up so Michael Clayton was that George Clooney movie I own that movie (laughs) do you so there's a scene that they're like the car blows up so that is and it's under like the trestle where the train goes so that's like around the block from the house so that's kind of cool where that is. So with this, uh, it was like, all right, they're coming to film a movie. Like, oh, who's in the movie? Like, oh, Robert De Niro's in the movie. Like, oh, cool. And it's like, well, who's, you know, Al Pacino's in it. And it's Scorsese. And we're like, no way. It was like one of those. <laughs> and then it turns out to be like, of all the places we expected it to be shot, it's shot at like the local ice cream stand. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is this? 
So we're like, all right, well, cool, because then the local ice cream scan gets kind of like a little thing. But all they do is like tack on like a mini golf course. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is this? So they, they cut off like the section of like a main road over by me. Um, they build this mini golf course. They shoot for like two days and then poof, it's gone. And so we're like, okay, but at least we got a mini golf course. Shit, they tore down the mini golf course. Like, what the hell? <laughs> But regardless, if you see a scene in The Irishman and it has mini golf in it, filmed in Washingtonville. No big deal. Beth, are we going to have to start saying every time that there's a movie that we talk about that's filmed in California about it? 100%. Every movie. Every movie is filmed in California. But does anybody actually care where these things are filmed except for you because you live there? I do. I'm trivial. I like the trivial. Okay, now I'm going to go on a sidebar and brag a little bit about (sighs) some shit filmed in Covina where I grew up and I actually went and saw it being filmed. Uh, um, Nailed it. Uh, Why can't I think of what the movie's called? The Wayne and Garth movie. What are those freaking movies called? Wayne's World? Wayne's World? Oh, yeah, Wayne's World. Are you fucking. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. (laughs) You literally just said the Garth and Wayne movie. What is that called? I froze under pressure. (laughs) We got to move on. We got to move on. No, the scene in the car where they're driving down the street and they're singing the Queen song that I watched that scene be filmed when I was a little girl. It was in downtown Covina, right there on Citrus. Anyway, so that that. So it has the cars that are like in the nail, like that's over by you. What? Huh? So there's like a scene that they're driving the car, <sighs> and like there's on the side there's like a sculpture of like a nail with like a whole bunch of cars racked on it. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I'll never. <laughs> I just know. <laughs> Have you seen Wayne's World? I've not since I was a kid. It's the movie with oh. Garth and Wayne. <laughs> Come I on. think I said Wayne and Garth. Anyway. I'm pretty sure you said Garth and Wayne. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Fuck. Regardless, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Anybody watch Zombieland? Yeah. yeah. Anybody going to watch the second Zombieland? Yes. Yeah. That's another one. If it was straight to Netflix, I am in a million <laughs> yeah. percent. But you're not going to go see it I'm going to drag myself to the theater? Yeah. Do we need a Zombieland 2 10 years after the original? Probably not, but it's still Has fun. It been 10 years? Oh I think God. it's been 10 years. It's a lifetime. A lifetime is an exaggeration. No, but that feels it hasn't like been 10 ago. years. I mean, someone can look it up. I'm I was at sure Comic Con when that cast was there, and I have not oh. been to Comic Con. Maybe I have, but I just—I'm I, <laughs> gonna go see it. I very much enjoyed the first one, but I think the first one caught everybody off guard by how enjoyable it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my God, 2009. You are 100 percent correct. This fucking yep. guy, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Doing the research. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see it. The trailer does absolutely nothing for me. It's the trailer is funny because as they're listing the names of everybody that everyone has since either become like Academy Award winner <laughs> or nominee, that just I found was very funny. And, and then they're in Zombieland. And then they're in Zombieland. Are, is Bill Murray going to be in it again? He died, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, zombie, zombie. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Can he come back as a zombie? Sure. I imagine that's like the big reveal there at the end. Yeah, Bill, maybe. Bill Murray. This may be an unpopular opinion, but Woody Harrelson is so freaking funny. He was like, I laughed every time he was on the screen on the preview. <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. He's, he's hilarious yeah, when he I don't is think, in funny stuff. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. Okay, Woody I don't Harrelson's know. I didn't funny. know if anyone's seen him as funny, but he's hilarious. He was funny in the bowling movie. What was the bowling Kingpin? movie? Kingpin. Kingpin. He's, yeah. he's funny in White Man Can't Jump. Was he? I didn't like that movie. I was not into that movie. Oh, God. Here <laughs> we go again. I, all right, Rob. I'm allowed to not be into a movie. That's okay. 
I'm the guy who like everybody Rosie says Perez. doesn't like things, and every time I bring something up, you're like, I didn't really like it. <laughs> I didn't really like it. That, that movie did not resonate with me. She wanted to be on like Jeopardy, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Rosie O'Donnell wanted to be on Jeopardy. Okay, well, Rosie O'Donnell is definitely not in the movie. Oh, Rosie, Perez Rosie Perez is in the movie. <laughs> if Rosie oh, O'Donnell shit. was in that movie, it'd be a whole different. I was movie. just gonna say, imagine that movie with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> and yes, she wanted to be on Jeopardy. Right. He has to. Woody Harrelson has to hit a trick shot to get her on Jeopardy, which he does, and then she leaves him because he is a gambler. Unbelievable. You you lamented last pod about about fucking Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. and then you're like I'm yeah, not into Blade, this movie. sure. I'm allowed to like not like movies he's in. Did you like Money Train? Is that a movie you're lamenting with Woody Harrelson? I watched it. It was fine at the time. Yeah. I mean it's not a good movie, but it it did what it was supposed to do in like ninety two when it came out. Jennifer Lopez. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, Rob, I have a serious question for you. Yes. Thirteen reasons why. Thirteen. Oh, thirteen reasons. Why. You've heard of the show, sure, of course. The first show was was the first season. I thought was very good. Super heavy. Yeah. You are you are a father. You are a yeah. leader of children as well, young adults. Sure. Yeah. That was a that was a big deal when that came out. That was like we were, uh, for lack of a better word, we were prepared to kind of deal with that. Um, and on one end, we weren't necessarily told to discourage people from watching it. Um, but on another end, we knew it was a very sensitive topic. So when it sure. did come up, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's for lack of a better expression there. And this is terrible because it's, it's a fairly dark, you know, subject, but I think Heather's, you know, that movie Heather's yeah. really kind of that, the, even though it's a dark comedy, like there's a theme in Heather's that's like very real life. And it was the thought that this very popular girl killed herself. And then that became like the thing that everybody wanted to do because it increased the popularity. And that was the real fear with that TV show. Sure. Well, I mean, so the that's... girl in 13 Reasons Why doesn't kill herself because she's popular. She kills herself because she's raped. Right. Right. So, But it's a, in the in the eyes of a teenager, that's not necessarily, you know, what's going on. It's it, it's the the thought that they can't kind of see past that event. Like sure. they, they only see the, the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for here? The whatever. Okay. The mor- what the hell is it for? What am I looking for here? The attention? The attention, but there's a better word for it. But you're absolutely right. It's the attention that's kind of given afterwards. Sure. So the first season was very good. I know Beth liked it. Mm-hmm. Beth watched it. Super heavy. The second season was, I'm sure Beth liked it, unwatchable to me. Like I, I watched three episodes and turned it off. I didn't watch it, actually. The okay. only thing I watched was part because everyone made that big deal about the last episode where he came to the school with a gun like to shoot it up and so I watched that scene but that's it like I didn't I didn't watch season two so I didn't know I knew it was popular season two I had no idea that they were making a season three they just the trailer just came out for season three they announced they're making a season four who the fuck is still watching this I don't know who's got the stomach for it and like it it may be great performance as a story but like it just this day and especially with me, like in my kind of sure. universe that I live in, that I couldn't think of something I would want to watch less or even think about. You anymore. letting your kids watch this? No, I don't, and neither one of them. And to be totally honest, as we're like in those days, I was teaching film, um, and the kids weren't particularly watching it because they were just they were too freaked out by it. They're just not freaked out in a good way, and freaked out in a way of just like, what the hell? Are we why do we need to fantasize this? 
when sadly this is like real life and like why do we want to even like lament in this stuff so it's i don't know who the hell is watching someone's it, watching but. it it's not it's not it's not anybody i know so the only people i can think of that are watching it are you know that that 18 to, to 27 demographic or somewhere around there yeah, yeah i've been seeing like memes on twitter today since they announced it and it's like I think everyone has the same sentiment as us. Like all the memes have been like season three. I'm not going to watch that. And then it says how like the preview basically said that Bryce died. So it's like, how did Bryce die? Oh, now they're all interested. So it's mm-hmm. like being the preview did something. The the trailer did something to get people back in, you know, because now you want to know how he died, why he died. But I think a lot of people were out at this point, too, until the yeah. trailer dropped. Yeah, that's I, I just wanted to ask Rob specifically, mm-hmm. like because you're in a you're in a very unique situation with having you know young children uh one of them you know early teenager and then obviously you know dealing with kids i was curious on on where this was for you no we she came down we were we had the Haley daddy can we watch something that we're not supposed to watch night last night Mm -hmm. so we did um uh inglorious bastards (laughs) which was great and she loved it Uh uh-huh and beyond the violence, mm-hmm. um, again, a very well shot movie, very well written movie. Um, just kind of like one of her scenes of like, <laughs> but besides that, everything was great. So she actually really enjoyed it. I do. What if I However, tell you that that I think is the best Quentin Tarantino movie? I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. I think it, we'd have a good discussion that versus Pulp Fiction, but like my, I would kind of line pretty much up on that movie what if i tell you i don't think quit i don't think pulp fiction's in his top three i wouldn't agree but i would respect your opinion okay yeah i think inglorious bastards is his best movie it is his watching it you know again it is uh it's pretty pretty ridiculous then what's two and three for you (sighs) you like Django? is Django the top three i like Django a lot um i very much like hateful eight which i know is an unpopular opinion um yeah, I just, cool. sorry. I was like, can we just give a shout out to me that I've seen all these movies you've just named? Nice. Like, what Atta the girl, hell? Beth. Me who sees nothing good? <laughs> all right, I'm Beth, so, so happy right now. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Quentin Tarantino Great movie? Great question. Um, I th- I think you're probably right. <laughs> and Glorious Bastard is really, really good. And I also really liked Hateful Eight. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. That, that's what we're going with. Yeah, sure. I'll just copy you. <laughs> I'm not. That's, that's not what I'm. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. But yeah, I mean, you you have a good good take on on this. All right. I have a lot of affection for Kill Bill. Kill Bill, the first one is great. Yeah. I the two. I like that universe. I, I I try to kind of bring those movies together. Okay. Um, but I like that movie quite a bit. We did watch Reservoir Dogs. Her and I a couple of weeks ago. Does not hold up. Does not hold up. <laughs> it's too bad. But there's there's a couple of key moments or scenes or lines that are important in that movie. Mm-hmm. But certainly nothing that is like, oh my god, that was amazing. But my kid, God bless her, still likes Pulp Fiction. That's the one she's hanging on to. Yeah, I, short of the gimp scene, that's the only thing we skipped. Pulp Fiction is great. Don't get me wrong. I think Pulp Fiction has some issues, especially uh, Bruce Willis and his girlfriend is a very much a low point in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I I think Django is up there. Django would probably be. You know, two or three for me. Oh yeah, Django. Uh, that was another. But Inglorious really, Bastards really is number one. Again, yeah. I like Hateful Eight a lot. Uh, but Kill Bill, Kill Bill one is probably pretty high up there too. Yeah. All right. Hateful Eight is just that's a rough movie to watch. A, that is a rough movie to watch. It's a tough movie, but 
We watched it. Damien and I and another friend went and watched it when they did the the initial release, but they showed it in the what was it seventy millimeter? Oh yeah, ultra it's like wide. Super, it's a little bit too much. No uh, trailers before it. They had an intermission, <laughs> and just the way it was shot and that you can see everything. And going back and watching it, there's like major plot points in the movie that are happening in the background, but because you're so consumed what's happening in the foreground you're not paying attention to the background it's just i think it's masterfully done so but what do i know i'm just a guy sitting in a closet talking to you schmoes closet (laughs) and the closet in real life is smaller than you would imagine which i found fascinating it's smaller than harry potter's closet (laughs) oh my goodness um i can yeah it's small it's (laughs) You could touch every wall plus the ceiling. I was just gonna say that you could put your floor. arms out and touch the one wall and the door. It's three feet wide, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, but my audio quality is money. Yeah. It is. <laughs> uh, all right. So, last thing I want to talk about. You know, I love theme parks. Mm-hmm. Rob, not so much, based on the. Uh, <laughs> no, I do. I like them. Universal just announced a, a third theme park in 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 Florida. Yeah. Pretty excited. Yeah. Cool. The rumor is they're going to have a Nintendo Land. Oh, yep. I saw that. I need a ride where I can go on Mario Kart. <laughs> you need to make your your winning Halloween uh oh, work man. group effort a real yeah, life yeah, yeah. thing. Can we can you tell everyone about that real quick? Well, I mean, 2 <laughs> years ago, we had a competition at at work and for my department we did a uh, Rainbow Road and everybody picked a Mario uh, character and we decorated everything. I'll put some photos up. I was going to say, and please post. The only reason that I was so jacked to do it is because the winning department got a plaque and we could put it in the uh, the front office and that's all I wanted. <laughs> it was so Just good. The plaque. And then I quit right, that right. job like two months later. Still no plaque. <laughs> wow. Is it up? Maybe the plaque is up. I don't know. I, I would have taken it. it though if I would have. Oh, <laughs> Upon quitting, so it would have gone with me. <laughs> but we won. Yeah. Nice. Rainbow Road, man. Had the rainbow on the roof. <laughs> Did you ever quit? Not to like. We'll get back to like mm. Universal, but like this is a fun question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like quit a job? Like really quit a job? Like fuck you, kind of quit a job? I've walked out at lunch. That's pretty good. Did you leave him a note? No, I sent a strongly worded email. <laughs> <laughs> What did it say? I don't know, it was a long it was a long time ago. The closest thing I've ever gotten to I at a recent job got into it with another employee because of how he was talking to me. Um and I am not aggressive at work. I'm pretty pretty low key. Um but a, an older employee had been there a while. Uh just really not happy, just a sad dude. Um started mouthing off quite a bit. And so I just went into the guy who was like the office manager, um, the plant manager, and was just like, I don't need to fucking, this guy doesn't need to talk to me like this. So I'm out. <laughs> wow. And I left. And then uh, he called me, you know, later that day and was like, you got to come back in. We need you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not coming back to this motherfucker's there. Ooh. Um, and then I came back and, and he was still there. And we, you know, we hashed it out. So it was fine. Beth, have you ever... Take this job and shove it? No, I never have. I mean, I worked like random jobs in my 20s and stuff, retail, and then like my late 20s to just, oh, there's the baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My late 20s to, you know, just a few years ago, I worked at the same job and 
and then I got this job. So I let no, I left that one amicably. How about you? No, I, I've always fantasized about the moment, but I've never <laughs> actually done the moment. Like you really can't do that with my job. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you know, again, the, the 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 fantasy is always there. So maybe one day I'll be the greeter at Walmart, and like one person <laughs> says the wrong thing to me, and I'll say "fuck you," and then Steve will come over and fire me, or, and I'll tell Steve to go fuck himself. Yeah, <laughs> no, like that's 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 the goal. Yeah, Steve will be a mouth breather. You'll be better for it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Fucking Walmart. Sorry. Anyway, back to okay. universe. No, I mean I'm just yeah I'm excited about a new park. Uh, it's going to be like double the size of like what they already have. Yeah, they're talking about this going to have like shopping in it, like retail, oh. like outlets, all kinds of bullshit. Uh, Rob, you ever go to you ever take the Leonard's down to Florida? We've been to Florida. Florida. Um, I haven't. Flo- Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida. Um, but we I have not taken my kids to Universal because when we did go to Orlando, they were too young. I think the last time I was in Universal, it was like 1999. Mm. I'm just saying there's going to be the Matulin family Florida trip in uh, oh. in January, if you're interested. Oh, yeah. no, I'm interested in the Matulin trip to um, New York. That's the trip that <laughs> Got I'm it. most interested in. Hey, before we, before we sign off, though, uh, Comic-Con 2020, the dates came out. It's the ah. end of July this year. Oh. Rob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He committed. He said, yeah. I, like let, let like let I I don't see why not, but it's like I mean it's a far ways away. I'm gonna play the Damien card on this, which oh, is geez. Damien does not w- know what planet he will be on okay. when that comes up. Damien cool. said play, he might be card. dead or living in a cabin by himself in the woods yeah. somewhere. By that <laughs> play time. that card. That's a fun but card to it, play. It does say uh, I did see Tyler kind of like all in, like he is. Going. Yeah, Ty's bringing but a I family. I also saw Tyler. No, 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 no. Say that he's going in for. Um, okay, pump your brakes. Tyler said he said celebration is more doable than why is celebration more doable because he has family who lives in anaheim his aunt doesn't say yeah bring in his aunt lives in costa mesa and his wonderful grandma nani lives in anaheim shout out to nani so you know what i will i'll commit to comic-con in uh, 2020 i'll commit to that so not celebration i'm i'm less jazzed about celebration to be totally honest, like I'm, I, I would be more jazzed about. Like if we were to do what we just did, just a little bit better, because now we have like hindsight to kind of build upon. I let's do it. Can like we I'm get in. a Thursday to Sunday Comic Con visit from Bobby Leonard? You might get a Wednesday to Sunday. Whoa! Oh, up in the Look stakes. Out. I dig so, it. We're gonna have to uh, figure out the you know living situation thing. No, li- no problem. But I think yeah, I will I take care of that. Show. Excellent. As as before, all you got to do is show up, my man. I got That's everything it. handled. That's it. That's all I did was show up. Anybody Even... who goes to Comic Con with me just has to show up. <laughs> Send me some money. Nice <laughs> and show Seven up. One. Just show money. up. <laughs> I take care of it all, buddy. Are we getting tickets to inside this time? We can or get. We, just we can. I will. Gerald? This is what after we're done with the pot, I will shoot you over yeah. some information. You need to pre-register for the badges, and we will okay. try. All right, bud. But as as we do every year, whether I have a badge or you have a badge, You're someone will have in. a badge, and we'll be going in. <laughs> cool. I'll commit. I'm in. Yes. I'm in. Beth's in, unless she gets tickets to Gwen Stefani again. Oh, oh no, that's not happening. Dude, Gwen Stefani turned 50 this year? Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah. holy How moly. old did her face turn, though? Oh. Her face is still 20, thanks to some doctors. That's what I was asking. <laughs> is she, like, all plastic surgeryed up? I mean, like she's a had a nose job. She's ha- You know, and I'm sure she gets Botox. Lips have definitely been done. I don't know what else. Does she but... look like Joan Rivers? or does she? No, she just looks like, you know, she doesn't look like over the top. Do she just speak still ill looks... of the dead. <laughs> she just still looks 25 <laughs> when she's 50. But it's Gwen not Stefani like I'm looking at pictures right now, and I don't necessarily agree. She's a little puffy. Gwen oh. Stefani doesn't look 25, Beth. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just you know, threw a number I, out, I, but... Gwen Stefani looks 50 and is trying to look like she's 25. And that's it. Just embrace your age. And like, I agree. I would say she w- she looks like my age. I mean, that's like late, mid, late 30s. So I don't think she looks 50 at all. But, yeah. <laughs> you see that Kelly McGillis thing? McGinnis? McGillis? McGillis. The one from Top Gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she was like not Ask. insulted <laughs> that she wasn't because she's like old and fat. And like, good Whoa. for you, Kelly McGillis. That's what she said. That was the quote. Well, to be fair... Uh, Top Gun, that that the chemistry between her and and Tom Cruise is pretty dis, is pretty terrible. Yeah, but she she did not necessarily. I don't know why they casted her in that movie to begin with. To be totally honest, I don't know. I mean, she was great in Witness. I guess, but she was not great in Top Gun. No, I agree. It, it, she's not terrible. I don't know if it's how she's how she's written. Nobody's great in Top Gun. It turns out Top Gun is a fun <laughs> movie, but nobody's great in Top Gun. Goose. Goose is great. Anthony Edwards is about the best part of Top Gun and <laughs> low-key sure. Meg Ryan oh, in her okay. first movie ever. <laughs> and the action shots are fantastic. Sure. And Kenny Loggins is fantastic. Sure. I was just watching Days of Thunder yesterday. Uh, so Top Gun in Indy Cars? Correct. <laughs> or or and NASCARs? that's literally what it is because it is the same director, same, practically the same story. My That's favorite part of that movie is when of one of one of the actors when they're talking to Tom Cruise refers to him as Tom instead of Cole and oh, they didn't they? cut it out of the movie. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Totally didn't say it. <laughs> Did not say it. Carrie Elways isn't that. You know, it's we talked about Carrie Elways a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and like his best movie was Robin Hood Men in Tights. No, I said it was I said it was either Robin Hood Men in Tights or uh Princess Bride. Princess Bride. But shit, he's in that movie too. He pops up Everywhere he does, but he is in every movie. But it's hard to say that he's great. He, that's it's hard to say that's his best movie when he's twelfth on the IMDb list, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like he, Fair. you can say he was good in the movie, but it's hard to say like, oh, he's great, and it's because sure. you know that's his movie. And I even he popped up in uh, Glory, the uh, that, that's, Mar- uh, Matthew Broderick. That's like saying movie. Stranger Things is his show, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Sean Astin, yeah, Sean Astin. Yuck. Oh. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Can we dun, say, too, dun, that, like, dun. sorry, in, like, four days, season two of No Good Nick drops on Netflix? I, next week really is my week on the pod. I don't think, ne- I don't think, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make the cut. Oh, come maybe. on. What season one no made the Nick? cut. <laughs> what? I think that no just Nick? said, what is No Good Nick? And he was <laughs> on no the idea pod that, that we covered it all. <laughs> The Sean Astin TV show that I watched in like a day that everyone was like freaking out because I spent my whole day watching it. Rob, what in the actual fuck are you doing? To- yeah, today he's like in general off. or like today. Oh, I'm good. You, I just don't remember that. It's because you went back to work. It yeah, work is putting a little pressure back on, but you know. Hey, your answers right. have been pretty short. Anthony asks questions, and you're like, nope. Yep. Nope. And that's it. <laughs> What's up, man? The work is sucking the juice out of my brain. What do you want? 
are you, I'm not on vacation. Are you going to remember that you committed to Comic Con 2020? No, you got to record it now. Now I'm committed to well, it. I mean, I'm in. But you know we're oh. recording, right? Yeah, I got to go upstairs and explain it to my wife here in about ten minutes. <laughs> you need to just cut that part and like put it at the end of every pod we do, just so it's there as a reminder every week. It's gonna be his ringtone. <laughs> but I get Tyler said he was going, so I'm believing in Tyler. Uh, and okay, but the problem is Tyler said he might go, and I'm I'll believe it when he uh, Tyler's saying he's gonna go is like me when I say I'm going to uh, New York. <laughs> and it's a very soft we're gonna see like i can't imagine we're gonna get damien out here again definitely not for the four oh. days maybe a day I, it, maybe less than what he was already out here yeah for. <laughs> he was again i think we can do it better i think now that we have experience on our side i think um we can figure that but out. here's the thing i'm not like i'm not going to try to make my whole and damien wouldn't want us to to make our whole plans about like what he wants to do or doesn't want to do yeah like yeah. that's not him no, it's more about us all coming, and I, I think that's more what it is. It's it's a little like homecoming, like we're all coming back, all coming back. That's our reunion. Besides the reunion, we're gonna have in New York in October, twenty twenty, September, twenty twenty. <laughs> what? End of July, twenty twenty. All of us. Oh yeah. Who knows if the pod's even gonna be around? Oh, it's gonna be go. around. Here we go. Rob, I mean, Rob drilled a hole in the desk, so it's got to be around. Yeah, that's yes, commitment. I, in the desk, in the bar, you mean? All right, guys. Any, I, we talked about a lot of shit. Went off on a lot of tangents. Yeah, we did. Anything else? <sighs> this is good. This, this is good podcasting. I, you know, I had something before that I wanted to hit you with, but it just gone. Save it for next week, buddy. Yeah. Save it for next week. All right, guys. So we will do it again next week. Yes, we cool. will. And that's another pop culture news podcast. Down, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will definitely do it again next week. A lot of topics on this one. I uh, hope we hit some that you wanted to hear. If we didn't, definitely shoot me an email, uh, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com, and let me know what you want to hear us talk about. You could always let us know on our social media channels as well. Uh, Instagram is at morninggeekdom, excuse me, at themorninggeekdom. Uh, Twitter and Facebook is at themorninggeekdom. Give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can always follow us like rate review on google podcast stitcher soundcloud spotify and podbean and as always we'll do it again next week shout out to gary oldman <laughs>